Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Warrior! You landed on the Coach JV Podcast. This is a raw, authentic podcast, helping you understand the power you have inside of you to accomplish great things. I'm just going to warn you, if you're sensitive, this is not the podcast for you. But if you're ready to rise, let's go. Warriors, rise! Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Coach JV Podcast. We're talking about motivation, health, and life. I'm your host, Coach JV, your top health and mindset coach in the world. Remember what you believe in your heart? You think in your mind will eventually become your words and become your reality. If you can see it in your mind, eventually you can hold it right here in your hands. What you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. <clears throat> what gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. Now, we've been in story time, so if you have not listened this is your first time on the podcast, go back to Monday last week, okay? Uh, we're in story time, and so I'm going to just finish up the whole story up until where I'm at right now. And that'll give you some context of where we've been and the journey that we're going on and who you're dealing with. If you're first time listening to the podcast or you don't know the full story, I'd go back to next Monday and I'm taking you on a whole story time until we get back to this current moment in the paradigm that I'm living as a free human being, completely the great I am versus the created I am. So as we left off on Friday, I had started a gym called the 3T fitness okay now 3t fitness at the same time as we started the gym we were building this location here and at the same time personally i'm losing everything everything i hadn't been paid and i think it was over three years close to three years since i had left corporate america i had drained all of my savings i had drained my 401k and here we are starting the gym i had nothing left but my credit cards and so we start to get up and running and we get the facility going and we start to build clientele and we start to build this facility, right? This gym. And what we started to see is uh, that we started to change people's lives. And it was through the different way that we were creating the system. So what I had implemented is at, after every single workout, <clears throat> I started, had started this breathing technique um, and meditation. And what I didn't realize in the time that that was going to be something that was a catalyst for the future of what we did as an academy. And so I was doing this revolutionary hit training sessions, and then we would go into this breathing and meditation. And I noticed that these small little activities were making massive changes in people's lives. And now I kept thinking that we're going to be just this big facility, this gym, we're going to franchise, we're going to do all this stuff. But for some reason, I just wasn't feeling the alignment with it. I'm training now, right now, I'm literally showering. It's pretty interesting. There's a little bathroom area here that has a, uh, um, like a, a mop sink, right? And a lot of people don't realize this. I actually showered in that every single morning. Many times I was sleeping at the facility because here's was my day. I'd wake up at 2.50 in the morning. I'd come exercise myself because I still need to be a shining example. I'd exercise myself. I would train we had a, I think we had a 415 session. I think we had a 415 or was it 515? So anyways, we had a 515, a 615, a 715, a 815, a 915 session. I would get done training at 1015. I'd have to clean the facility. I would have a break to go do marketing and sales. 
I would take a little bit of a lunch and then I pick back up training at 315, 4.15, 5.15, 6.15, 7.15, 8.15, all the way to 9.15. And then I had to clean the gym myself, would finish at 10. And remember, I'd get up at 2.50. So I'd get home. If I went home, I'd get home about 10.30. I'd have a, a, a little meal there. I'd get to bed about 11, 12, 1, 2, and I'd wake back up at 2.50 and start. And I was doing this over. And then on Saturdays, we had a 7.15 and an 8.15 and I think a 9.15. So I'm training Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, literally all day. So I'm working like 18 hours a day. I'm coming on Saturdays and training the session, and I had to do sales calls on Sunday, literally nonstop work. So first of all, I'm super fucking exhausted. <clears throat> I'm wondering what this is all, all about, but I really, really wanted this, and I just kept walking in faith. And as I went through this journey, I'm, I'm losing everything personally, right? So my relationship's falling apart. I'm never home. And I get it. I totally get it. I totally get it, the paradigm that the other person was experiencing. But I knew in my heart, I knew in my heart, if we just stuck it out, that this thing would work. So I ended up getting invited to Peru. And um, I really, really wanted to go to Peru to do ayahuasca. <clears throat> I had no idea what this was going to do for my life. So I mentally and physically prepared for almost, God, I, I don't want to exaggerate, but it seemed like almost a year I prepared to go to Peru. Now, I went to Peru in mid-year 2019. So I prepared, I prepared, I prepared. And at this point, we're building this facility, we're building this gym. And um, I thought we were just going to be this big national chain gym or franchise, right? And that's what we're going to do. But I noticed that the meditation part was the most powerful part. And now I'm living and breathing the 120-day challenge and what I had created. And I had tried to launch that program online, the leadership part of the program, over and over again. And it failed five times, guys. Five times it did not work. For some reason, the world wasn't ready for it. So I head out to Peru. I prepared mentally and physically. And I, I didn't know if I was ready to leave, but I left the gym in the care of the team and, and um, for a whole week I left, right? And I don't think we were ready uh, for that moment in time uh, as a gym or facility, but it worked out. So I leave and I'm the only person doing the sales and all that stuff. And so it was a really weird dynamic. Well, we had some people doing sales. It just didn't work out. But I, um, I decided to go to Peru and I go to Peru and I prepared and, and the resistance going there was unbelievable. If many of you remember the journey who listened to this, it took me three days to get to Peru. First, my flight got canceled. There was a hurricane in Florida, which slowed down all the flights. I finally, they tried to get me to LA. I get to LA and then I get to LA and there's a bomb threat at the LA airport. I can't get, so anyways, make a long story short. So I hadn't slept for three days. And when you're going into these type of plant medicine experiences, I didn't realize we're going into San Pedro first. And then we're going to go into ayahuasca, San Pedro, uh, no, I, San Pedro uh, twice, I think it was. And then ayahuasca, ayahuasca twice in San Pedro. I can't remember the pattern, <clears throat> but anyway, so. I get there and it's such a freaking dynamic, crazy story. So I pull up right when they're starting the ceremony. I've been up all night. I've been up for three days. Right. And so they want you rested, but I had prepared so much mentally and I was so spiritually ready in my heart. I thought I was ready. So I come walking up and the shaman walks up and, um, this gentleman, like you, when, if you met my shaman chase, you would never think if you saw this dude in person, you'd be like, this is a shaman. You picture like an old Indian, like, you know, uh, garb and dress and all that stuff. That's what I pictured, like this old Peruvian shaman, right? This white dude walks up with a bucket hat on, unbuttoned shirt, his taco meat hanging out. You know, we call it the chest hair taken out. He's got sandals on, his pants are all cut up. He walks up and looks in my face. He's smoking mupacho. He takes a big puff and blows at my face, looks in my eyes, legendary shit, and looks at me. 
He's like, are you ready? And he looks in my eyes and he's like, you're ready. So I go and I right away go into the ceremony. I ingest the medicine. I hadn't slept for like three days. So everybody's having this amazing experience. People are like, you know, connecting with earth. They separate you during San Pedro and nothing's happening to me. But as I go through this journey on sea, it was literally my ego that was stopping me, the resistance that was stopping me, all the things where I thought that the world was a certain way, where it had to be this way, or, or I had to be successful in my ego that I was a warrior and I was telling him I was a warrior and the medicine wasn't kicking in. He said, all right, here, listen, come with me. So we go up to the, to the, um, to the Maloka and he lays me down and mind you, I had had some trauma as a child and, and some things that I went through. And he lays me down and he lays himself on me and he lays his head on my chest. And he's like, what do you think a warrior is? And I'm like, I work 16, 19 hours a day. I grind and I'm pushing and I'm this and, I, you know, I don't give up and I never stop. And he's like, that's what you think a warrior is? You think working 16, 19 hours a day, showing people that that's life? And he says, that's not a warrior. I want you to understand what a warrior is. And he's just leaning on my heart. And I started to feel this vibration running through my body. And I didn't understand what it was, but it was love. So he has me ingest a whole nother cup of the medicine. Boom. Within an hour, all of a sudden, I'm literally connecting with the earth. I'm starting to see everything for what it is, the interconnectivity of life and the bugs. And the, the, fun, the funniest part of the story is, you know, and, and you, you'll, you can comprehend this if you've ever gone through plant medicines. If you can't, you're going to think I'm a fucking wacko, but this is what happened. So you're connected with earth and you understand that there is nothing is separate. Nothing is separate. Everything is interconnected. Everything happening in your life is interconnected. Everything, everything, everything. Understand that. That's why we're here today, because I understand this at a deep level. And we'll get to this point where I'm at now. So I'm walking along and I see a pile of shit and there's a dung beetle on the shit. And I lean down and I sit there and watch the dung beetle for like an hour. And I realize that the dung beetle, if the dung beetle doesn't exist, which most of you would kill that bug and smash that bug, the dung beetle doesn't exist. You would have shit piled all over the earth. Do you realize that, that the very bug you're crushing is the reason why you don't have shit piled up everywhere? Think about that. The dung beetle eats the shit. The flies have a purpose. The bees have a purpose. You have a purpose. You have a, If you research bees, if you research bees, do you realize if you kill the fucking bees, we can't survive? But you don't think you're special enough? You know that bees are special, but you don't think you're special enough? So I started to see all the interconnectivity of the world. And so I'm going through this and I feel like a jungle cat warrior and I'm moving through the grass and I have this fluidity to myself and this love vibrational feeling. There's some really deep interpersonal things that happen that I probably shouldn't share on here because there's a gentleman, David, that went with me and we had this wild, actually, I'm just going to share it. So David had um, a, a beautiful soul in his life, and she's still present. I know she is. She's a beautiful soul. Her name was Tara. She passed away. And hopefully he's okay with me sharing this. But he's sitting there, and, and David is a talker, right? David is such a beautiful soul. He comes in here every Friday. He's my best friend. And so he's this big Irish dude, big-ass teddy bear, right? So he's sitting there in San Pedro. You're supposed to be by yourself. And he, of course, David goes over and starts talking to somebody. And Tara is passed away or passed on to the spiritual world, right? And all of a sudden, I look up in the clouds and somebody's talking to me. And, and, and Tara's like, JV, JV. I'm like, what? She's like, get David. And so I go, David, David. He looks up and he sees who I'm talking to. And she's like, David. 
like like reprimanding him like she would when she was here in the physical plane like dude stop bothering the dude go let him have his and i was like it, it was like nothing but what i realized is everybody is here the people who have passed away are energetic frequencies that are here right now you need to understand that what you're operating in is what's called the third dimension now i'm going to explain this as we go deeper into the story because i really understand this now now as i'm telling the story as it is in that current paradigm time space reality i didn't understand any of this now, two years later, I'm fully understanding that we're in a time-based reality, which is third dimension. And I'm going to talk to you about how I'm in the fourth dimension now, which is frequency of love. And fourth dimension is there is no time-space reality. When you're in the time-space reality, you have conditional love. And unconditional love is fourth dimension. When you get to the unconditional love, where you love people unconditionally without conditions, you get into what's called the fourth dimension, and you are literally a frequency being controlling in the great I am within your current physical paradigm. And if you can reach the fourth dimension within the physical constraint of time in the third dimension those are some of the greatest human beings that have walked this earth jesus buddha all these people and your role here is to experience life not to fear life not to survive so anyways let's get back to the context of that story so i can keep the storyline going so that was my experience. So we go through ayahuasca, all these crazy experiences. During ayahuasca, I did not purge. I had this beautiful Jesus Christ-like consciousness experience. And I come back from Peru, and I'll leave the story here, as I was completely confused. Complete. I come back as this, I leave as this, what I think a warrior is, and I come back knowing that everything is interconnected in love. And I felt like I was leading people incorrectly and teaching people the wrong thing. And then it got really confusing at that point because I was really confused on what I wanted to do. I didn't understand where I was going. And so that's where we'll end the story on this Monday. And then we'll go into Tuesday where I share with you guys the great awakening uh, inside of me. Warriors, rise. Get your shit together. Let's go. Click the link down below. Join our free Discord. Love you guys.